Some people are naturally gifted when it comes to remembering names. More of us manage to get by with enthusiastic nodding and gazing into the middle distance. The Feast of All Saints on November the 1st celebrates and remembers the saints with no names. To be more precise, their names are no longer remembered, or they have always been unknown to us. While in the course of the year there is almost a saint for every day, like St. Patrick or Nave Breege, the women and men remembered and celebrated on All Saints' Day have no special feast day of their own. Most of them were never formally recognized or canonized by the Church. Their words and actions are known by only a few people, and finally only by God. Yet they are numbered and honored among the community of saints. This community of saints includes the vast majority of people, like you and me, who struggle to love other people and live with openness before God. The Feast of All Saints challenges us to rethink what we mean by saying someone is a saint in the first place. The traditional image of saints as otherworldly, pious, scarcely real people does not fit with this feast day. This is because holiness is a lot more than simply doing everything right, keeping all the rules, and then, as it were, ascending into the heavens with a self-satisfied smile on our lips. True holiness is to be found in those who take risks for the sake of the kingdom of God. For example, the men and women who every day go out to tackle poverty and injustice and live their lives alongside the lost, the last, and the least in the eyes of society. They are the ones who push out the boundaries to try to make our world a more compassionate and inclusive place, giving of themselves with generosity and selflessness. Holiness is also found in all of us. It is found in everyone who tries to live spiritually in the knowledge that there is something greater than that which we see and hear around us. More and more people today can acknowledge and share their experiences of transcendence, of the otherness of God, made known to them in the depths and heights of their own religious experience. The great mystics speak of a sense of their connectedness with the whole of reality and their being loved deeply by a strange and wonderful presence. Such experiences are not confined to a small minority of special people, though they may be more obvious in some than in others. We are already the children of God, the first letter of St. John tells us. And if this is true, then holiness, mysticism, and even sainthood are far from being beyond the grasp of all of us. On the contrary, we are a people called to holiness and set apart to honour the grace and the goodness of God. This is why the Feast of All Souls, the commemoration of all the faithful departed, the other great November feast day, rather than being one of sadness and grief, is celebrated as a feast of hope and light. Back to back, as it were, with all saints, all souls brings a reminder of the final goal and destiny of all people. Our departed loved ones have come from God and now returned to God, their final home and resting place. While most people see life as an endless movement from life to death and decay, Christians view it as a continual process of moving from death to life. We believe that one day in God's own providence we will be joined to God and united once again with our departed loved ones. 
visiting their graves over these November days, as we see the falling leaves turn yellow and brown and fade away into the earth that covers their mortal remains, we pray that they are at peace. They have departed this life for life in God, but they will also always be alive in our memories and in the memory of the Church. And it is their names, together with all of those who have lived in Christ, that are written in the Book of Life in Heaven.